Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Okay, welcome to another CI for Life production. My name is Rick Hyland. Excited to come to you today, this beautiful October. Yes, I am a fan of the fall. Um, today, I wanted to bring together some of the ideas and processes I've been coaching with millennials over the past 10 years. And um, the course or the uh, overview that I'm going to share with you today is called How to Make Millions and Be Happy and Millennials Guide to uh, Life Success. So that's what I'm bringing to you today. That's what I've kind of put together. That's how my brain thinks after you know hundreds of coaching with millennials. My, my six kids are millennials. They fit in both the 22 to 38. So that range exactly where millennials are. And so, uh, and then a period of 2011 to 2014, I did some heavy um, 10, 20 people a week uh, coaching with millennials. And so, and since I've retired from full-time consulting after 30 years on the road, I've been doing a lot with uh, coaching for millennials for career and life success. So how my brain thinks is how can I bring that all together and into a process where I can share with thousands and hundreds of people rather than just one-on-one coaching. So that's what I'm attempting to do today. I shared a little bit of this, like step six, uh, I shared on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Thank you. It's probably, uh, well, it is my no- number one viewed Facebook uh, video so far. Um, and I'm excited to bring you the whole process. And then of course, I'll keep continue to drip it. And then you'll see it in much more, uh, in different mediums, much more detail coming up here. So Let's get an overview of the seven steps, and then I'll go into a little bit of examples and why and how to develop it in this overview. So the seven are, number one is purpose and goals. Number two is continuing education. Number three is chase growth. Number four is work hard, work smart. Number five is ownership and equity. Number six is save, invest, give, or SIG, save, invest, give. And then number seven is self-care and planning. So my... um, premise, my hypothesis, and my testimony to you is those seven steps will bring you financial and life success as millennials define it. And and millennials, you know, this isn't, I'm not a millennial expert as far as the generation and what they study, but we know there's certain characteristics that they want meaning and purpose in work and in life. Um, They're trying to, they're very social media savvy and tech savvy Uh, focus on um, spirituality, less religion. There's a whole bunch of trends uh, that that voting block, if you will, if you're political, is carrying. And so in coaching them to career success, you kind of bring in what my generation learned. And then um, given uh, the factors that the millennials are facing today in today's world and the complexities of today's world. So Let's start with number one, and I talk about this one a lot, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time in this overview, but purpose and goals. Uh, Why is it important if you're trying to be successful financially, spiritually, physically, in in all areas of your life, why is it important to have purpose and goals? And I've talked about this a lot, but it gives you your burning why. So when a yes or no comes, so when setbacks come, you're clear on your purpose and goals. One of the best questions, as I've talked about, and you can go to my website, ciforlife.org or rickh.piecemeal.com if you want uh, seven days of audio coaching to develop your own purpose statement. 
but basically it gives you your why. And some of the best questions are, what are my strengths? Who do I really want to be? Or sometimes people really like the funeral question. question. At my funeral, you can't control what people say, but what do you want them to say? What do you want them? And then let's reverse engineer it back. So purpose is so critical, both as organizations and as individuals to stay on the path that you've chosen. First of all, to declare a path and then to stay on that path. Even if you're religious and your eternal nature is interesting or a belief in yours, you still need to understand your strengths, your contribution to that end in mind. So I would encourage you to develop purpose and goals. Goals, of course, we've talked a lot about to give you a direction in life. You know, examples are you might set goals. I block them into four different areas. You'll do differently. But I've got faith and family, health and fitness, financial, and then my current company and CI for life. So every week, every day, I set goals to accomplish the bigger goals in those four areas. And so as you plan, you're intentional, you're on purpose, you're living with clarity and direction in your life. So a lot more on that. If you need more convincing, there's I've got lots of uh, other podcasts. I've got lots of other blogs. I've got, I've got a book. Uh, live Your Purpose, a step-by-step guide to living your best life that you can look into uh, if you want more detail on step one. But with that purpose set, now you're ready to move on to step two. And millennials, get as much education as you can. That is a principle underneath continuing education. And I recommend two to six degrees. Obviously, if you're going to be a doctor, et cetera, you're going to get more. But I recommend two to if you're an electrician, you get your plumber, a tradesman, you're going to get your at least your two years. Um, and uh, I six, uh, I had a great experience with an undergrad in business and an MBA. Highly recommend that as you, many of you know, uh, particularly if you're in business and you're not already starting your own shop. It's a terrific uh, tool to help you make sure that you can get to where you want in your career. But what I wanted to talk about on this podcast and under this point on seven steps to become a millionaire or multimillionaire and happy is really the importance of the attitude and mindset of continual learning. You're a questioner, you're curious, you uh, read books, listen to audible books, listen to podcasts, you're continually honing your craft. Be a master of your craft. If you want to make millions and be happy, learn to master your craft. Listen however you like to listen. I'm not a reader. Good. Well, lots of options to listen today. Listen, learn, be curious, ask, network, take people out to lunch, learn about, you know, uh, most of the most financially successful and happy people I know got great at concrete, road building, construction, plumbing, electrical, business, uh, whatever it might be, but they're continual learners and they figured out how to master their craft. Get the, get the latest certification. My friend Darren, the surgeon who uh, had the insight to, you know what, let me, let me, this is back in the day, let me check out what this scoping is going to be for shoulders and knees. And this, this could be the latest and greatest. And let me keep certified and on the edge of my uh, craft. I mean, that's just a great example of being at the edge of your craft, continual learning. If you're a videographer, take the latest, find, never start learning. Even though you're successful now, never stop learning your craft and getting better. And that's the attitude of continual learning and continuous improvement in learning. Uh, So it's not just about the degrees. 
be curious, be a learner every week, be a learner. So that's number two. Number three is all about chasing growth. This is a quick one, but um, it's so much easier to be successful and independent financially if you're chasing an industry that's going to grow. You know, back in the day, it was anything IT. Uh, today, it's anything EV. It's anything alternative energy. It's anything medical marijuana. It's anything, you name it. There's industries out there. Google, what industries are growing today? Look at stocks and what stocks are growing today. You know, I coached uh, the other day, my friend, Andrew, who just has a doing incredibly well. And um, he's an AWS consultant. He's a cloud consultant. Can you think of a better craft or area to be in today? AWS cloud consulting. Can you imagine the opportunities in front of him? Because he chased growth. And I'm assuming he did that because it's also in his strength set and his curiosity, but he's in a growth sector right now. And uh, there's many people that want his talents and people with talents like that. So chase growth, set yourself up in industries or sectors or subsectors in growth. And if you're not, don't worry, you can still make millions and be happy by mastering your craft and being a continual learner, which is step two. That's the cool thing about these seven steps. Even if you did five of them, you're going to be successful. I'm suggesting to do all seven. So it improves your probability of making millions and living a happy life. Because we all know people that are rich. That's why I keep adding that caveat or that subtitle to the title. We all know people that are very wealthy, that are very unhappy and dissatisfied with life. They got power, they got income, and they're not happy with life. So we want both. And that's what's in these seven steps. Okay, so step four, you've heard me talk about this a lot, work hard, work smart. You can't get around working hard, particularly if you're going to follow one of the next steps on equity and ownership that I'm going to recommend for millennials. Um, you working hard, there's no, now, mind you, you're setting yourself up so that a, it's not a hundred hours a week and B, you can do it at a sustainable pace and you're setting up multiple streams of income. Step six, so that you don't have to always put in 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week, that when you're on vacation or you're doing something else, you still got income coming in. And that's a really important principle, but we'll get to that in step six. So The work hard and work smart. The work smart part, I love this. You know, I think I've shared this example, you know, in school, in MBA school, I couldn't keep up to the workload. I was working hard. I couldn't physically, emotionally, everything. I didn't know how to work harder. Um, And I got that test back. And that's where I developed my purpose statement. But the other benefit out of that example, my first test in MBA when I was a 26-year-old was that I failed miserably. Well, C minus, one of the lowest grades in the class. And I went to my prof and uh, one a guy that I trusted already in the first six, seven weeks of the program. And I said, I couldn't be, I explained him the situation. He said, well, they got to work smart. Well, what does work smart mean? Well, in this scenario, it means high grade the cases, build on other people's strengths, be prepared. If you're marketing on this case, you jump in and, and participation was a big part of MBA school. You jump in and participate and exhaust on the case or the area that you've been studying and get help from others if it's an area of your weakness and whatnot. And what a, what a lesson that was for business as well to uh, build on other people's strengths to be successful. But work hard, work smart. Uh, there's no way around that. But again, we're setting up not for 100 hours a week work smart, but that you're hustling, you're grinding, you're working. But because it's on purpose, because it's intentional, because it's an area you want to, 
it's not like the 60 hours a week of people that hate their jobs, right? Because we're working hard and working smart. So uh, number five is ownership that I recommend to millennials all the time, all the chance I can get is um, get a 1% to 100% equity. Something changes, not only just the financial independence that you get the opportunity for, but something changes in your heart, mind, and soul when you you own something. Learn your craft from somebody else, some other business. You don't necessarily have to start out on your own right away. Skip a bonus if you have to. Boy, I've been uh, talking to folks lately, including one of my sons. They got a chance. If you believe in the business, you believe in the sector, you believe in yourself, skip a bonus and take a percent of the company. If you get that chance, jump at it. Short-term pain or mitigation for long-term gain. If you believe in yourself, you believe in the cause in the company that you're in, which I know as millennials, you want to. You want to be part of something meaningful. Um, Equity and ownership changes the game. It wasn't until 2005. I'm in my 40s. I changed from a salary and bonus person to an equity person. It completely changed my mindset, my energy, my focus. My success level quadrupled after that point because I was an owner. I saw that incremental or discretionary effort that I put in went directly to the company's bottom line. And there was a great distribution method. That's another coaching point I make. Make sure that if you're going to take ownership and equity in your contracts, you have a clear sell price and uh, and opportunity. I've been in both sides of those contracts. And if you can get clarity in your contract of ownership and equity, if you're 100% owner, that's no big deal, right? It's yours. But if you're a 50% owner, you're a 2% owner, you're a half a percent owner, make sure your contact easily specifies the selling price, three times multiple, who's going to buy, the company has to buy. If you can do that, and the trifecta, the, the triathlon, the, the triple crown on that one is if you can get a commitment to distributions. Too many growing companies don't do that. But if you've bought into, a, say, a law practice, a consulting practice, a accounting practice that's already got established um, revenue, and you're just hoping to grow it with your energy, focus, and commitment, uh, absolutely get a commitment to distributions based on, of course, earnings. Companies have to be you know, uh, responsible that way. So um, that's not uh, something that everyone talks about, but if you believe in yourself and your sector and your skills and you've honed your craft, you're curious, you're working hard, working smart, get equity. It changes the game. And that could mean you start your own company because you've been focusing on how to make it better. Your existing craft that you've learned as an electrician or uh, whatever it might be, Uh, you might figure out how to automate it simplify it, streamline it. Oh my goodness. Is that ever exciting to figure out, to go into other businesses? Of course, that's what I did for 32 years and figure out how to streamline and optimize it. Man, I, nothing. Oh, so exciting. Okay. Step six. And I've just put that Facebook video out. That's got um, over 200 views on it, but, or listens. And I really appreciate when you share and listen and comment on, on all those, please, please, please. That helps me get this message out here. Cause this one is so important. Save, invest, give, SIG for short on step six. This is one you can actually see a dollar sign on. And uh, I've shared and talked about the importance of saving, living on less than you make. Boy, if, if you're 22 and you can do that, I'll promise you, you'll be a millionaire if you follow these steps. If you can live off $100 less than you make right now, even if you don't make a lot, 
postpone the expensive car that your friends already have, postpone the really expensive house and save and invest. And then we're, you know, give us, as I've talked in other places about the importance of giving that the windows of heaven, if you will, will be open up financially, spiritually, emotionally, uh, physically, if you give. It, a, it feels good. And B, I actually believe there's a return on investment. And that's not why you do it, but there is an ROI to giving. I promise you that. So save, invest, give. So let me just focus on the invest part. And I'm, uh, I've, I've got, and I think there is a sequence. So start with your mutual fund, most conservative, put it together. I'll show you some numbers here in a second if you haven't heard me talk about this in social media. Um, and then move to your Bitcoin and your stocks and your Ameritrade or your Robinhood or your real estate, or et cetera. But start, everybody, start as early as you can. A 19-year-old. I, I had a, a conversation with uh, a good friend today. Uh, if you save $100 at 20 years old and 40 years from now at an average of 12% return, which is basically, if you Google that, the stock market, that's a, that's a good conservative number to put in because there's bad years and good years. $100 a month, put it away on recurring income on your Fidelity app or whatever app you use. And uh, in 40 years, it's 1.1 million. You, you, include, you increase that to $200 a month and it's 2.4 million. Now, interesting. This is, this is the point I really wanted to share under this podcast and video today. If, if you delay and say, well, I'm just trying to get my car and my house fixed up and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then I'll do it. If you start at 30, putting $200 a month in and 30 years from now, pull it out at 12%, it's $700,000. Still a great return on investment. But the difference in those 10 years, the compounding effect, young people, if you start in your 20s, the compounding effect is amazing. You know those numbers again? From same amount of money, but starting 10 years later, it goes from $2.4 million to $700,000. $700,000 still a great nest egg for retirement. But if you start now, my 19 and 20 and 21 and 25-year-olds, if you start now, the compounding effect, just a conservative mutual fund, $2.4 million. Do it today. If you, if you do anything out of this podcast slash video, do that today. So anyhow, that's step six, save, invest, give. Can you see how you put all these steps together and you're going to make millions and be happy. I promise you, you don't have to figure this out all by yourself. This is my gift to you. Start with these steps today. Some of them, uh, you don't even have to worry about that $100 recurring per month. It, you won't even notice it. It's a few less meals out and, and you've got $2.4 million or 1.1 if you put $100 a month. So step, step seven, though, is really important on the happiness scale and sustainable financial uh, there's lots of people that work 100 hours a week and burn themselves out in New York and San Francisco and other places. And that's not sustainable happiness at the sacrifice of many things, including their health. The program I'm sharing with you today, you don't have to sacrifice your health. Step seven is self-care and planning. And I want you to plan and self-care physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, thinking rightly, thinking positively with gratitude and I want you to plan for all that. I want you to be intentional right now to be financially independent, successful, and happy. 
and have these self-care principles in place. And it really starts with your planning and goals, step one. And now in step seven, we're going to put together weekly and daily plans. I, everybody, I don't care if it's an entrepreneur I'm talking to that's 50 years old or 25. They, they, yeah, yeah. You know, when I was at my peak performance, I was super organized. I had a great team around me. So organize, be organized, be intentional. So you can live with the least amount of regrets possible. I think it's impossible to live with a little bit of regret, right? I could have done this better as a parent. I could have done this better as a leader when I was stressed. But this self-care, this step seven, is to allow you to react to your best self in your business, your family, your home, and so that you can be uh, as clear and capable as you can. Because if you're burnt out, you're not going to be successful or happy. I promise you that. It can go on for a little while, but I'm talking lifetime here. We want a lifetime of success, financial success and happiness. So if you plan and organize around those areas of health and fitness, faith and family, um, your finances and your career, and you intentionally set up goals each week in those areas, including health and fitness, faith and, you know, all those self-care areas, if you do that, I promise you, you'll be sustainably happy and financial successful. I mean, heck, if you just do that one idea, put in a mutual fund, $100 a month, you're a millionaire. But if you put all of these together or four out of these together or so, anyhow, I hope this was helpful. Uh, This is just for millennials, 22 to 38. Uh, Parents, feel free to share it with your millennials. Uh, If you coach millennials, this might be helpful for you as well. But this was some continuous improvement principles, some steps that if you put together are incredibly powerful to live a life, uh, financial success, happiness. So anyhow, I love you uh, to give me some likes or comments or shares on this if this was valuable to you. Uh, Until next time, live a life of continuous improvement. Goodbye.